0: 05 and 2005 UTC right after the international news
1: Stand up uh, Stand up <laughs> Stand up friends we can all listen to the sunny side of sports great show bro this
2: is sunny side of sports right here
3: on the voice of america
2: voice of america sporty greetings to all our voice of america listeners this is voa sunny young in washington welcome to the december 12th edition of the sunny side of sports moroccan football fans African football fans and Arab football fans all over the globe celebrated the World Cup history-making Atlas Lions over the weekend. The Atlas Lions of Morocco defeated Portugal 1-0 to become the first African team in history to reach the World Cup semifinals. Morocco will meet defending World Cup champion France on Wednesday evening at the Al-Bayit Stadium in Qatar. Argentina will play 2018 World Cup finalist Croatia in the other semifinal on Tuesday evening at the Lusail Stadium in Qatar. Speaking after his team's big victory over Portugal, Morocco's head coach, Walid Regragui, said the Atlas Lions are now becoming the team that everyone loves in this World Cup because the Moroccans are showing that you can achieve even if you don't have as much talent, as much quality, as much money. Coach Reg Regie says the Atlas Lions have shown if you work hard enough and have desire and passion,
4: you can succeed. And I think uh, football is for that is the best sport in the world. You can believe you can uh, you can dream. And uh, I think it's a big, big message for the world now. And I think now the world is with Morocco, inshallah.
2: Meanwhile, Morocco's team captain, defender Romain Seis, left the pitch in tears after he was stretchered off in the historic win over Portugal. Coach Reg Regui was asked if Seis will be fit for the semi-final against the French Wednesday evening.
4: We don't know now. We have Mazraoui, he's sick. Aguer is injured. Now uh, Seis is injured uh Akimi he begins the competition he he feel uh, he feel bad but he fight every, every game is here uh but uh, what i said every day you win something and you lose something someone but uh, i have 26 players. And if you want to win this competition you need to 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 believe on everybody
2: Morocco's head coach Walid Regragui definitely has belief in his goalkeeper Yassine Bounou Bounou has been the anchor of a Moroccan defense that's conceded only one goal an own goal against Canada in five World Cup matches Bunu spoke in Arabic after the victory
3: over Portugal.
2: Honestly, it's really, really hard to find the words to describe this moment, says Bunu. I thank all my teammates for their hard work, the entire team, and also our supporters who had our backs. And this is all (laughs) I have to say. We will have some rest so we can face what's coming with the same (laughs) energy. This is all I have to say. Well, Bounou would go on to say that the Moroccan team is changing the mentality of football fans. He says Moroccan players can face anyone in the world. And the generation coming after the Atlas Lions will know now that Moroccan players can create miracles. It is the biggest sports event of the year. The 2022
0: World Cup in Qatar. Join VOA to celebrate Africa's king sport. In-depth coverage, pre- and post-game analysis, breakout stars, Cinderella teams, coaches, players, and let's not forget the fans from the four corners of the continent and from the city of Doha. We'll be there throughout the competition. Don't miss the fun with Team VOA Africa. Let's experience the magic of football
2: together. For more reaction to Morocco's magical run to the World Cup semifinals, Iron Mike Mbonier called Doha, Qatar, where he reached the chief football writer at
5: aclsports.com. Fisayo Diro. It was a proud moment for the African continent on Saturday night at the Altumama Stadium in Qatar, where the Atlas Lions of Morocco made history. Yeah, for those of us inside the stadium, you know, you could not just quantify the feeling of ecstasy and sometimes delirium to see an African team outclass one of the powerhouses in world football. For Morocco, it summarises a journey that has started under the new coach, Waleed Gregory, uh former Morocco international, who has gelled this, this team together, who has gotten them together from across the globe. Many of them born in Europe, some in Morocco, many of them played football, in Europe, a few in Morocco, but he has brought these guys together from their respective backgrounds and knitted together a team that has that is gradually or that has grown to be the world beaters at this FIFA World Cup. So it, it was a proud moment. No one cannot quantify how it is um, African. You know, we've waited so long, the first World Cup tournament was 1930, that's over 90 years ago, and now here we are, Africa eventually made it to this stage.
6: The Atlas Lions of Morocco have been consistent with their style or game pattern, conceding only one goal. What's your take on this?
5: One of the most famous quotes by the legendary Britain soccer manager, Sir Alex Ferguson, was that attack wins you games and defense wins you titles. I think Walid Regragui, the coach of Morocco, has borrowed a leaf out of this particular scene by ensuring that his team is very, very conscious of their defending. You know, he plays a 4-3-3 formation, so it's not an ultra-defensive formation, but the way he has packed his team, their defensive organization, their tactical discipline has made them impregnable ...for their opponents. It's not just this tournament. Since it took terms uh, at the Atlas Lions... ...they've gone eight games now... ...without conceding from an opponent. The only goal they conceded... ...like you said in the question... ...was an own goal against Canada. That shows how disciplined they are. And it's not just about one or two players. Yes, they have a very good goalkeeper... ...in Yusuf Bono ...who plays for Sevilla in Spain... But as a unit, they are amazing. Look at the game against Portugal, for instance. They were without two of their reliable back four: Mazraoui of Bayern Munich and Naive Agued of West Ham, missed game due to injury. They were able to bring in quality replacements, including someone that played plays at home with without Casablanca. So that is what Gregory has done. He has built this team very well. He won them confidence. Each player in the team is important. They brought 26 players to Qatar, but over 22 of them have played, maybe with the exception of only the third-choice goalkeeper. That is the kind of unit this man has moulded together, and that's why we are talking about it today, because not just Africa now, the whole footballing world is proud of what they have done so far.
6: Fesayo, which African players really stood out for you in Qatar in terms of their performance?
5: quite a number of african stars have distinguished themselves at the ongoing fifa world cup in qatar right here and of course top of that list has to be moroccans because uh, um, to get to the height where no african team has ever gotten to it means you must have done exceptionally well i wouldn't like to single out one or two players but because of course it's a brilliant team but regardless i have to mention one player from which department I talked about the goalkeeper Aileron, Yusuf Bono, he's undoubtedly been one of the best goalkeepers of this tournament, perhaps alongside Croatia goalkeeper Livakovic. And in the defence, the back four, fantastic, but we still have to single out the leadership qualities and dexterity of the centre-back, Roman Seizs. In midfield as well, Sofian Amrabat, um, who plays his club football in Italy with Fiorentina, has been absolutely unplayable in this tournament. A defensive midfielder who has great energy, vision, is a complete defensive midfielder and is very, very exceptional. And in the attack, we have to mention Hakim Ziyech of Chelsea, but their top striker, Yusuf Nesri, has also delivered the goods when it matters most. For the other African countries, Senegal got to the second land and one has to highlight the impact of Ismail Assar, who did well in the absence of Sadio Mane for their attack. And for Ghana, the fast-rising star, Mohamed Kudus, was a name on the lips of many during the group stage of the competition. And of course, uh, not forgetting Cameroon, who had the 30-year-old Vincent Abubakar scoring in 13 over Brazil and scoring and assisting also in the draw against, uh, was um, um, undoubtedly the best Cameroonian player in this competition. These are some of the African stars that have really shone like a million stars in this competition. That's
2: Fisayo Dairo, the chief football writer at ACLSports.com, and Fisayo spoke with Iron Mike Mbonier on the telephone
5: from Doha, Qatar. Sporty greetings. This is Fisayo Dairo, chief football writer at ACLSports.com, and you are listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America.
6: This is the voice. America,
5: Washington, D.C. Hi,
7: this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world.
5: Hey.
2: Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin.
1: Hello, Larry. How are you?
2: Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our Sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle at VOA Sunny Sports. And if you go to my Facebook page on this Monday, you'll see a jubilant photo of Moroccan players lifting their head coach, Walid Regraghi, up high in the air after their historic victory over Portugal. Coach Reg Raggi has a wonderful expression on his face that seems to say, Wow! Wow! We're going to the World Cup semi-finals! That's right, the Atlas Lions of Morocco will meet defending World Cup champion France on Wednesday evening at the Al-Bayit Stadium in Qatar. It is the biggest sports event of the year. The
0: 2022 World Cup in Qatar. Join VOA to celebrate Africa's king spot. In-depth coverage, pre- and post-game analysis, breakout stars, Cinderella teams, coaches, players, and let's not forget the fans from the four corners of the continent and from the city of Doha. We'll be there throughout the competition. Don't miss the fans. With Team VOA Africa, let's experience the magic of football
2: together. The magic of football is also being experienced by Mimi Asghari, an Iranian woman from Denmark who's become a viral sensation on TikTok and the World Cup stage showcasing her outstanding freestyle footballing skills. Jacopo Luzzi spoke with the
4: talented performer who was in Qatar for the World Cup. The World Cup in Qatar is not just a football tournament. It's a cultural event full of people from different countries and backgrounds. Maimi Asgar is one of them, an Iranian football freestyler from Denmark who traveled to Qatar not only to see the matches, but also to show off her skills. The 24-year-old wears a hijab, something she says is important to her. At the same time, she is challenging perceptions about what it means to be Muslim and a female athlete.
3: Don't change yourself, but change the game. And it's so important. I grew up in a like in a country where I'm a minority. Most of my teammates were Danish. It doesn't mean I have to, like ethnic Danish. It doesn't mean I have to change my looks and color my hair blonde to look like them. I can change the game so I can fit in it.
4: Asgari has been passionate about football since she was a child. Her fancy footwork and acrobatics have attracted plenty of online attention. She has almost half a million followers on TikTok. Her videos have gotten millions of views and likes. Her popularity on social media led World Cup organizers to invite her to Qatar, where she has been performing on the streets of Doha for fans. She says her online fame takes some getting used to. I, I need to get used to it.
3: Like, um, I don't know. I don't even have the words to explain it. It's, it's a weird feeling, but I like
4: it. <laughs> As Gary hopes what she accomplished will help dispel stereotypes about Muslim women.
3: It was difficult for me, you know, being alone, feeling like nobody understands me, and now could make the path for the next generation, or even be out talking, so the younger girls feel like, oh, there's somebody who knows the pain we have been through, and if she could make it, I can make it. Um, and it just makes me happy that I can be one of uh, these examples for the next generation of kids.
4: Despite the challenges, Asgari's focus and dedication has allowed her to succeed, says her friend. Dalia De I
3: think she deserves it because she works so hard for it. Like I remember when we were small, she was training every day in front of our apartments.
4: Asgari has already met several football stars, but she dreams of challenging some players to a match.
3: I think first of them is Ronaldinho because he's like he's the legend of the tricks and the, all the kind of yeah. And then probably Neymar. He's awesome too, but he's younger than Ronaldinho. I watched more Ronaldinho as a kid than I did watching Neymar. And then probably Cristiano Ronaldo. I love, uh, I love his confidence.
4: Asgari's message is clear. No matter a person's race, gender or religion, anyone can play football and enjoy it. Jacopo Luzzi, VOA News, Doha, Qatar. Hello,
3: this is Heidi Adams, host of Straight Talk Africa. Join me to explore what is now and what is next for African society, culture and politics. We'll go behind the headlines to analyze the news and emerging trends shaping Africa today. Straight Talk Africa, every Wednesday at 1830 UTC.
2: Breakdancing is breaking new ground with the sports inclusion in the 2024 Paris Olympics, and more and more women are entering the traditionally male-dominated activity.
1: Aaron Rainin reports from New York City. At the recent Worldwide Red Bull One Breakdancing Championship in New York City, male and female competitors from around the globe buy for top spot in a sport that's soon to be part of the 2024 Olympics. The roots of breakdancing can be traced to the inner cities of America during the 1970s and 80s, when mostly African-American and Latino men challenged each other on the streets for
4: dominance an american dance that is truly comes from here when you begin to understand breaking and you learn its history you learn that it comes from the bronx It came from impoverished communities where kids didn't have much they utilized this dance as a form of self-expression and when you travel around the world and you hit different communities you see that this is giving them a voice
1: This male-dominated dance has evolved into a sport welcoming all sexes. Since 2018, the Red Bull Championship event has included a separate category for women and seen a huge push by these competitors known as B-girls. Sunny Choi, 34, is the current North American B-girl breakdancing champion and recently took part in this year's competition.
8: There's always been women in the community, always been women kind of fighting for their place in the community and to see so many women participating now. I mean, I think it's just generally healthier and overall for the community as well to have a little bit more uh, like gender balance.
1: Amid preparations for the 2024 Olympics, the current generation of B-girls is aware of the responsibilities and pressures they will face in Paris.
8: Being the first women in the Olympics is gonna mean a lot to so many other girls who are watching, but also means a lot to everybody in the community because it's on us to advocate for ourselves along this journey because it's the first time.
1: For Choi, Breakdancing can help our society to not just identify, but understand and grasp gender roles better.
8: It really means a lot to see so many women so strong, doing so many amazing things up there, and just being able to stand their own, you know? It feels good.
1: Sunny and her fellow dancers, while on their journey to the Olympics, are sure to inspire the next generation of B-girls. Aaron Rainin for VOA News, New York City. Thanks, Aaron. And this Sonny wishes the
2: other Sonny, Sonny Choi, the North American B-Girl breakdancing champion. Good luck as she busts her moves. I would love to see Sonny Choi breakdance at the 2024 Paris Olympics. VOA brings you the best in African music on the African beat.
0: African beat showcases the latest and the greatest of contemporary African music. From bobo music to hip life, bonga flavor to succoose, afrobeat to Ndombolo and makosa to kwaito. The African beat on VOA has it all. And it's happening right here, Mondays through Fridays at 0905 and 2005 UTC, right after the international news.
2: Thanks, David. That's David Vandy, the host of the VOA's African Beat Music Show. Still on the sunny side of sports beat, Samson Omale has more news about the World Cup
6: semi-finalist. Atlas Lions of Morocco. The Atlas Lions have begun their preparations ahead of their crunch FIFA World Cup semi-final clash with defending champions France on Wednesday. Morocco captain Roman Zahid says he will give everything to be fit against France on Wednesday, having been stretched off 57 minutes into their win over Portugal. Morocco are the first African nation to advance to the World Cup semi-finals and just the third country outside of Europe and South America to reach the semis, the last done by co-host South Korea in 2002. Away from the World Cup, the National Olympic Committee of Sierra Leone has elected Prince Vandy Swali as its new president. Swali replaced Dr. Patrick Kuka as the new head of the NOC Sierra Leone. Kuka was re-elected unopposed as president in 2019 during the body's Congress at the Olympic Africa Sports Center in Godrich. In cricket news, the Tanzania Cricket Association has commended the national men's team for the progression of the ICC men's T20 sub-regional World Cup qualifiers, Group B, after winning the qualification series held in Rwanda. The event, which was the first stage of the qualification pathway in the Afghan region, consists of two sub-regional qualifiers. According to the organizers, the top two teams from each event will progress to the regional final. The regional finals will be played in Namibia in 2023, where the top two sides in the regional final event will qualify for the 2024 ICC Men's T20 World Cup. In rugby news, South African national rugby team the Springbok Sevens coach Sandile Nkobo has expressed his satisfaction with the Springbok Sevens, who are still topping the world rugby sevens series standings with three tournaments done in the 2023 season. Despite a fourth place finish at the Cape Town Sevens on Sunday, the Springbok Sevens consistency over the last two weekends mean they are still at the top of the world series standings after three tournaments, sharing their first position with Samoa. The top four teams at the end of the season will gain automatic qualification to the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. I am Samson Omale in Abuja, Nigeria. Thanks, Samson. Turning to
2: professional sports here in the USA, the AP's David Schuster joins us now with a big package of National Basketball Association and National Football League news.
7: Another busy NFL Sunday, and we start with Patrick Mahomes tossing three TD passes in Kansas City's six-point victory over Denver. You're not going to play your best ball every week, um, but how can you build on on your, uh, your past week and your, the rest of the season um, to make sure you're playing your best football when the playoffs come around trevor lawrence had three td passes in jacksonville's 14 point upset win at tennessee and we put together some really long drives and key moments into the first half beginning of the second half you know just just playing complimentary ball and i thought we did a really good job for that uh, of that Geno Smith also with three TD passes and Carolina's six-point victory at Seattle.
5: We got a four-game season uh, to really determine what we can be for the rest of the season. And we got to come out and play like it. You know, I really want to see that. You know, I don't want to hear any talking or any, you know, cliches. I want to see guys come out and do it. Joe
7: Burrow had another victory as Cincinnati defeated Cleveland 23-10.
3: You know, the run game was good to us. Jamar was incredible like he always is. Uh, Defense played great. Team win, team ugly win, but we got it done.
7: And Brock Purdy outdueled future Hall of Famer Tom Brady as San Francisco defeated Tampa Bay 35-7. Defense played great, offense did their thing, and to come out and, and win in a crucial part of the season, especially going into a Thursday night game coming up, just very excited. Turning to the NBA, Zion Williamson scoring 35 points as New Orleans defeated Phoenix for the second straight. Game this time, one twenty nine, one twenty four. I think that's big for us. Like I said, last game, the Suns—they've earned their resume. They're a great team. So for us to get two back-to-back wins against them, uh, that's a uh, big for our confidence. And Joel Embiid had fifty-three points in Philadelphia's route of Charlotte.
6: You gotta feed, feed the hot hand. Uh, you know, my
5: teammates—if I just score once, in that situation, I just catch score, um, and uh, that just kept you. Really-
7: and finally, a sad note in pro basketball is three-time NBA champion and long-time coach Paul Silas, he passed away at the age of 79. I'm David Schuster.
2: Thanks, David. The sunny side of sports also remembers Paul Silas. He won NBA titles with the Boston Celtics in 1974 and 1976, and Silas won another NBA championship in 1979 when he played for the Seattle Supersonics. During his playing career, Silas was named to the NBA's all-defensive team five times. Paul Silas was also the head coach of a handful of NBA teams, including the Cleveland Cavaliers between 2003 and 2005. Paul Silas was hired by the Cavaliers to mentor superstar LeBron James during his first season in the NBA. It is the biggest sports event of the year. The 2022 World
0: Cup in Qatar. Join VOA to celebrate Africa's king spot. In-depth coverage, pre- and post-game analysis, breakout stars, Cinderella teams, coaches, players, Let's not forget the fans from the four corners of the continent and from the city of Doha. We'll be there throughout the competition. Don't miss the fun with Team VOA Africa. Let's experience the magic of football
2: together. You can also experience the magic of World Cup football by going to voaafrica.com at the top of the page is a special world cup section fifa world cup qatar 2022 one of the latest articles is titled africa cheers its world cup accomplishments of course we're cheering for the atlas lions of morocco ahead of their world cup semi-final on wednesday evening against defending World Cup champion France, but the article points out how there have been other historic moments in Qatar, including the Rwandan referee, Salima Mukunsanga, the first African female to officiate games at the World Cup. So check it out, voaafrica.com and that special World Cup section. And that wraps up the December 12th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports.